Hi, this is Your Health Quickly, a Scientific American podcast series. We bring you the latest vital health news, discoveries that affect your body and your mind. And we break down the medical research to help you stay healthy. I'm Tanya Lewis. I'm Josh Fishman. We're Scientific American's senior health editors. In today's episode, we want to talk about some of the current challenges with using home COVID tests. When you first have symptoms, a change in how your body reacts to the virus could lead to a test result showing you're negative when you're actually infected. You know how we try and give people easier ways to understand and use medical research? Yeah, simplifying complex science is kind of our job. Well, today we're taking something that seems simple and we're going to say that it's actually more complicated now. We're going to say that with COVID home tests, the rapid antigen ones, it's become a little tougher to get an accurate result. That's bad news, especially if, like me, you use those tests a lot. You should still use them. They're very good at telling you if you have COVID. But telling you that you don't have COVID, right, when you start to feel symptoms, that isn't as easy as it used to be. You mean that it's possible to get what scientists call a false negative? The tests might say you don't have COVID when you really do. Yeah, that's what's going on here. You can still use the tests accurately, but it might take a few days to get a good answer. Back in the middle of the pandemic, you would start to feel COVID symptoms, a sore throat, a runny nose, a fever, trouble breathing, and you'd reach for an antigen test that same day, swab your nose, put a few drops in the test kit, and wait 15 minutes. And if you didn't see a pink line show up, you'd breathe a sigh of relief. I mean, you'd still be sick, you might have the flu or cold virus or RSV, but you wouldn't be infected with the SARS-CoV-2 virus that causes COVID. And that was a relief because COVID has killed more than a million people in the U.S. And it's still killing people because we're in another winter holiday wave. In December, it killed about 1,500 people per week, according to CDC data. But why is it easier to get a false negative now? Have the tests changed? No, but we've changed. Our bodies are reacting faster to the virus now, and that means we're getting symptoms faster before there's a lot of virus inside of us. Our colleague, Siam Health Editor Lauren Young, has been reporting a story on this. It's a zoo of trying to figure out what you have. It's, it's kind of like, what is the menagerie of viruses right now? And there's plenty of them. And there have been reports lately of, of people testing and saying that they have symptoms. They take you know, these handy antigen tests that we've been getting, and they're testing and they come back negative. But they're not really negative, Lauren says. People will test a few days later and will come back positive. So they really have had COVID. And there's a theory about why their first tests were negative. The possible idea for this is that our immune systems are kind of primed for to identify this virus, whether you've had a previous infection or you've been vaccinated. According to Peter Chin Hong at UCSF, who told me this, your antibodies are kind of like sharks, just waiting for, you know, any sign of COVID virus in your body. And the moment it detects that, it'll flare up an immune response. So even if your viral loads or your viral levels in your body are quite low, your body's still reacting. You know, I think I had something like this recently where I had all the symptoms of COVID. I got a fever, I felt achy and all these other things, but then I never tested positive. So I think I must have just had a very low viral load and my body was reacting. And it turns out that when your body is fighting an infection, your immune system causes inflammation. This leads to symptoms like congestion and a sore throat. So your symptoms are basically created by your own immune response, not by the virus itself. 
And a lot of people have been vaccinated or they've had COVID infections, so their immune system is responding much more quickly than it did early in the pandemic. We've been told, like, Mm -hmm. once you have symptoms, you should test. But your viral loads might not be high enough for that test to come out positive. So you might be thinking you're in the clear because you're like, hey, okay, I have symptoms. My test is negative. I must have some other, you know, illness, respiratory illness. You should still stay home if you have any kind of respiratory Mm -hmm. illness. But a lot of researchers are saying that maybe the timeline should be a little bit shifted in terms of when you take that test. Or if you do have a negative test and you're still experiencing symptoms, maybe wait another 48 hours and test again. In fact, there was a paper in the journal Clinical Infectious Diseases published in September that compared test results to time of symptom onset. On the first day of symptoms, there was only a 30 to 60 percent chance that the test would be positive. The likelihood increased each day. So by day four, it was up to 93 percent. Okay, but that really makes things harder on people. If you're sneezing, but you need to wait three days until you know whether or not you have had COVID, what do you do in the meantime? Do you isolate from your family or not? Do you stay home from school? Yeah, that's a great question. The CDC guidelines are five days of isolation after symptoms start, and then you can go out but wear a mask. After 10 days total, you can ditch the mask. And positive results are still accurate early on. So if you get symptoms, take a test and it's positive, yes, you should definitely isolate and assume you have COVID. Yeah, that's important to remember about the accuracy of the positive results. Also, the negative results are pretty accurate after day five. There was a study in JAMA Network Open that looked at people with negative tests on day six. Of those people, none had virus particles that could replicate and get into other cells. In other words, these weren't false negatives. These folks couldn't infect other people. Right. But if you're at higher risk of severe disease... If you're older or immunocompromised, for instance, and you need an answer sooner than five days, you should see your doctor. You might be able to get a PCR test, which can detect infections sooner than antigen tests. And if you're positive, you might qualify for Paxlovid or another antiviral drug, but you have to take it within the first five days for it to be effective. That's good to know. But if you get a negative test when symptoms start, now you're in this limbo period you should probably isolate until you can take another test in two or three days. And those tests add up. Governments aren't handing out as many free ones as they used to. And the tests cost $20 or $25 at the drugstore. Right. But there are still ways to get your hands on free tests. Freelance science writer Sam Jones recently reported in Siam about some of these methods. The U.S. Postal Service still mails out free tests to households that request them. And the Health Resources and Services Administration makes free or low-cost tests available to people who are uninsured or members of underserved communities through public health centers. Also, the National Institutes of Health has a home test-to-treat telehealth program for underserved groups. It provides free COVID home tests for people who haven't already tested positive. And for people who are already ill, the program offers treatment options like the drug Paxlovid. And we'll put links to all of these services in the transcript for this episode. So COVID testing may be a little more complex now, but with a little extra care, you can still keep yourself and the people around you safe. Your Health Quickly is produced by Talika Bose, Jeff Delvisio, Kelso Harper, Karen Leong, and by us. It's edited by Ella Fetter and Alexa Lim. Our music is composed by Dominic Smith. Our show is part of Scientific American's podcast, Science Quickly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you like the show, give us a rating or review. And if you have a topic you want us to cover, you can email us at yourhealthquickly at siam.com. That's yourhealthquickly at siam.com. For Your Health Quickly, I'm Tanya Lewis. And I'm Josh Fisher. See you next time.